0: Kevin ainsworth Uh Benjamin, uh, I don't really know. Jo- Joseph. No Joseph Lattimore. Oh, I, I remember that one time. Yeah. Okay. I go by BJ sometimes. Do, do you? Yeah. I can only imagine the type of person that you would introduce yourself to as BJ. That's BJ true. Lattimore. Oh, all right. There you, we are. You can, you can call me BJ from now on. All right. <laughs> me and BJ are here to talk about... I don't. I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Scratch that. Uh, yeah, it, it, we're getting late in the season. Uh, we we had some interesting results, and we've got some tightly packed standings, Ben. So
1: this is this is the prime time of the fantasy season. We got we got three weeks left. People, we got fucking half the league at four and six. <laughs> People are losing their
0: minds. <laughs> we, with got, trades.
1: we got we got we <laughs> got trades happening left and right. <laughs> Uh people
0: are freaking out everyone's taking xanax, yeah it, it, people are like like flipping the switch between like trying to win a Schaefer Bowl or trying to win the consolation, which is one of my favorite
1: decisions um, and we got like and yeah. we got and we got me and Tim in like a soviet era
0: nuclear <laughs> arms race just trying to outdo one another yeah uh so we 've got a lot to talk about um uh, on t- on today 's show uh yeah let's let 's dive right in.
1: Can I ask a quick question yeah. so i i've been into this uh like Ben, Tim, uh, Soviet, um, U.S. Uh, analogy. And okay. I like that I'm the Soviet Union because, like, that, I'm, the, I'm, that's the, clear. I'm the villain. You're the bad guy. Uh, but, so, like, what does that make Andrew? Like, so Andrew is, like, almost the same on points scored. And he is, like, almost, like, so he's almost he's almost with me on record and points scored. Andrew, yeah. very,
0: Andrew could very easily be in first place right now. What's he's the, a very clear contender, but he's choosing to stay out of the arms race. So it's kind of like if, if Switzerland had been a global power, but then had just chosen not to, you know, to remain neutral, then Andrew is the Switzerland.
1: Yeah. Or like Andrew is like the U.S. pre
0: Pearl Harbor. Mm. They're just kind of sitting, trying to stay out, sitting on the sidelines. Yeah. Hoping that Europe will deal with their shit. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I guess in that case though. Yeah. So Andrew in this case is hoping that both of you fail because of your mutually assured destruction you know and i don't know if there's an analogy analogy to that in uh in our cold war situation so time will tell i'm sure andrew will have some good suggestions for us on that front we'll
1: workshop it we're open to
0: feedback send us send us some good
1: i I want i want some good analogies for 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 what this situation is like um but yeah so do you want to uh do you want to kick things off with um, some of the the news around the league with with the trades, or do you want to? I think do let's get kick to the, the t- trades
0: as we get as to we the teams. as we go. I yeah. like I like that. There are three of them, so yeah. I guess that's a good point. Otherwise, we'll end up talking about things twice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I guess the first game I've got is Tom versus Nick, so we can talk about one of the trades right away uh, with Tom's team, uh, the one that you made with Tom. Uh, that was you, right, or was that somebody else? No, that was Quinn. God, see too many trades. <laughs> I can't even keep them straight in my head. Uh, yeah, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me track down this trade. Okay, so I've got it right here. So, so this is a trade between Tom and Quinn, which if you could ask me to pick any two owners from our league to make a trade for maximum entertainment value, it would absolutely be Quinn and Tom. Uh, and this is a pretty good one. Uh, so Tom is giving Quinn Aaron Jones and Curtis Samuel. Quinn is giving Tom Mike Evans and Devin Singletary. Um, so as I look at it, this is a pretty clear win for Quinn. Because Aaron Jones is a stud running back. And getting the stud running backs is, is the whole goal here. Uh, obviously, Mike Evans is a pretty good player. But this is the second time he's been traded this year for a reason, I think. And in my view, Devin Singletary, the, the shine is off. I'm out on Devin Singletary. What do you think, Ben? Um,
1: so just look, where do you find the pending trades? Uh, go to my team. And then there's just like a little list of them there. Oh, got it. Because they, they don't show up in transactions until there. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, yeah, I think it's, it's a little bit unusual of a trade for Tom because he's picking up Singletary, but Singletary's on buy this week. And Tom desperately needs wins because he's in that four and six group. So, I'm not entirely sure what the, like, the impetus of this trade is for Tom because it's one running back and one wide receiver going in both directions. Um Tom obviously gets the better wide receiver, but is obviously getting the worst running back, uh, including one. Yeah, I
1: think Davis. I think you're right. I think this is a, um, I think this is a great trade from from Quinn's point of view. Um, you capitalize on the big week that Mike Evans had um, when he's had he's had a kind of a rocky year, and he, Mike Evans also has a week thirteen buy, um, mm. which I don't know if we if we mentioned. But yeah, yeah De- sure. Devin Singletary is also on bye, and I don't I'm not sure if you would he, Zach Moss has pretty clearly upstaged him. Um, and well, or, or at least
0: drawn even to the point where neither of them have value.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, with fantasy, usually what happens is, like, usually whoever gets the best player in a trade wins the trade. Yeah. Like, that's, that's, I mean, that's usually how it goes.
0: Um, yeah, there's a scenario here where, like, Singletary kind of gets his job back a little bit and becomes startable every week, and Tom, like, evens this trade, I think. But unless that happens, I think Quinn wins this one pretty Easily. Yeah, I think, um, so Indianapolis is a tough matchup for Aaron
1: Jones this week. Chicago is a tough matchup next week. Um, I think maybe that was a little bit of the thinking from Tom. Maybe. But, I don't think, like, Singletary's on bye. Evans has a week 13 bye. Yeah. I don't think... For the record, Samuel also
0: has a week 13 bye. But so he's kind of the throw in here.
1: Curtis, yeah, I don't I think. Th- You could take Curtis Samuel out of this deal entirely, and it wouldn't really change yeah. my opinion about it. Um... I think I think it's a, it's a it's a risky move from uh from Tom just because he is yeah you know if, it's it's kind of funny like if if Tom had Quinn's record yeah like I would then I would be more it, it would, into this but it's yeah. but it's like Quinn is trading like Mike Evans who is kind of like maybe the long, I don't know what Mike Evans playoff schedule is but like you're you're trading like a couple of guys who like still haven't had their buy which is like it's it's pretty juicy I
0: will say. Yeah, it's Vikings, Falcons, Lions.
1: Vikings, Falcons, Lions. Oh, right, because I so I traded for Brady. So I, yeah, that, that that makes that makes sense. So yeah, Evans has a good playoff schedule. So it's kind of funny, like, you, like Mike Evans would be a trade target for like me, Tim, Andrew, like someone who someone mm-hmm. who like you want to get them on a discount because the other team like needs wins right now. Yeah, and they're willing to part with a guy with a week thirteen buy, but. That's going to Tom, who, like,
0: is in more need for wins than Quinn is. I guess it's, it's possible—I I don't think Tom probably thought through down this avenue of thinking, but it's possible that Tom is giving up on making the playoffs, because he's in 12th place. He is tied with everyone at 4-6, and six, but I think of the of the 4-6 and six teams, he's one of the least likely to make it, right? Does he have really low points scored? Yeah, yeah. So he's at 14% to make the playoffs right now, according to the model, which is third lowest. Um, so maybe he's just angling for that consolation. <laughs> I don't. I. I don't think so. I don't, I don't think so either. But uh, it's like, possible.
1: you're at the end of the day, you're still tied for seventh. Yep. Like I don't tied know. Seventh. Like maybe. I. You oh, know, literally half of the you're, week. you're
0: you're you're still tied for seventh like. Yeah, like, I agree. Because cr- cr- because at this point, if Tom wins out, he's in. Uh, even if he wins two, he's got a shot. So I think you've got to be in the win every week train.
1: And like week. winning three games in a row is like. It's not yeah. the crazy. Like, like a couple of. Even like if a, your team isn't. So, good. we have seven teams that are at four and six. Uh-huh. A couple of these teams will win three in a row. Uh, like, two tops, probably. But, yeah. Yeah. I mean, be one of the two. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, that's, you know, 30% of them. Whatever it is. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, let's talk about this game then that, that happened. So, so, Tom beat Nick uh, 81 to 65, goes up to four and six. Uh, Nick down to five and five. He's the only five and five team with that whole glut below him. This
1: was this was important. Maybe we should have noted like every every matchup that had to go a certain way for us to get to. I don't. I think maybe we 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 maybe buried buried the lead a little bit. Seven of the league's fourteen teams are four and six right now. We love and you. and all of the matchups this week that needed to go a certain way to get there went went that way.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh. So including this one where uh Tom beat Nick. Uh, brings Nick down to 5-5, five and five, Tom up to 4-6. and six.
0: Yeah, so I will say Tom's trade with you, what, what a week or two ago uh, to get Josh Allen and Damian Harris uh, paid dividends this week. Damian Harris had a good game. He had 22 carries, too, so it seems like he's the lead back. He scored 12 points, and Josh Allen was good again. He put up 26 against the Cardinals. Uh, he is on bye this week, which is unfortunate for Tom. But, um, but yeah, it was a good win for Tom, uh, <laughs> definitely keeping him on the fringes of that playoff spot because, yeah, with his points scored... He can't really afford to go three and seven, so uh, any anybody else interesting here? Marvin Jones had another really good game. Like we're we're a Marvin Jones podcast. I think we can. Fairly safely to say that.
1: Yeah, I read this thing that, so we were bashing Marvin Jones pretty good, Yeah. probably the f- weeks like two to six or whatever. He because, looked pretty washed right but, until week six. Because Galladay team. was out a couple of games and Jones just didn't do anything.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: so Galladay missed this week again, but
0: Jones uh, appears to be back yeah. to his old self. I
1: read something somewhere, the last four weeks, Marvin Jones is like wide receiver seven, which like yeah. shocked me. I, I had to go and I was like, I,
0: I did not realize he's been playing that well. Yeah, he's been looking pretty good. It sounds like Galladay might be back this week, but it's kind of 50-50. Um, and at any rate, given how well he's been playing, you've got to be fairly encouraged about him like at least being like a startable flex guy. So that's a good development for Tom. Uh, let's move on to Nick's team. I don't want to spend half an hour on Tom. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, so Nick also made a trade this week. Let me... Uh, like half, half the teams made a trade. So it was, it was oh, Brady, It was Gibson, Gibson for Brady. Yeah, yeah. So this is, yeah, it's a simpler one for one trade. So Nick has two quarterbacks. He finally cashed in his Tom Brady chip, traded him to you, Ben, for Antonio Gibson, the Washington running back. Uh, thoughts?
1: Um, I think it is, I think it is mutually beneficial. Sometimes I get, a, sometimes I get a bad rap for making non mutually beneficial trades. <laughs> uh, but so, you you we only have one starting quarterback slot, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And Nick has Aaron Rodgers, and so um, my thinking was let me give him a player that he can play on a weekly basis while he's fighting for a playoff spot at five and five. And um, you know, I was just it was just very it was very generous of me,
0: very selfless, <laughs> yeah, very magnanimous. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, this definitely improves Nick's roster. I mean, like this week, so he did a tug early on bye, but he had to start Joshua Kelly. At running back, which isn't a thing you want to do. Uh, so that was important that was important for me. <laughs> Being able to point at like if you're starting this scrub, i like, get him out of there. <laughs> Start this guy instead. Gibson has been pretty good uh, for Washington, scoring a lot of their touchdowns. So Yeah, I I
1: um Gibson was one of the guys that once Alex Smith went down, or not, excuse me, Kyle Allen went down, I was getting a little nervous because uh Gibson's been having a pretty good year, but like if if you actually watch football team play, yeah. they they don't move
0: the ball. That's has my thing with Gibson. Like um, he's been putting up numbers, but I watched them play, and I'm like, oh man, I don't want any part of
1: this offense at all. I, I was getting worried because I I like I was getting pretty 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 desperate for a quarterback, and mm. I I I held I held firm last week, walked away from walked away from the negotiating table, and I was like. I was just crossing my fingers that a couple of guys on my team would have like big weeks, and I'm keeping tabs. on Gibson was like the main one because mm-hmm. he's like he's pre- he's because everyone needs running backs, and like so he was kind of like my main trade chip, and like most of this game he he's like thirty yards or whatever. But then he had a, I think he had a touchdown in the third quarter in the fourth quarter. Yeah, and it, well, like, the Lions
0: did the classic thing where they just like allowed four touchdowns in the final quarter, and the uh, Washington got right back into it. Yeah,
1: so. so that's the thing. Like so, like if Gibson. You know, if he keeps, he could keep scoring touchdowns and like be good. Yeah. But, but in my position, so far, I know that I'm gonna make the playoffs, and I don't want to rely on
0: Antonio Gibson in the playoffs because that's a guy who could burn you. And like, yeah. just like like yeah, Alex, he really doesn't have that much yardage, so he's very touchdown dependent, and he's getting a lot of them. But
1: well, I guess maybe I didn't, maybe I kind of didn't mention, but like Alex Smith. So Kyle Allen goes down. Alex Smith comes in. They can't move the ball at all. Alex Smith checks it down to J.D. McKissick 15 times a game. I'm not even kidding. It's like I yeah, think he had I think he had 15 receptions last week. Mm-hmm. Uh which is insane. And uh facing a lot of negative game scripts like Washington is bad. Like McKissick as much as so like Gibson was a wide receiver up for a little bit of his college career and like as much as we kind of want Gibson to be like the third down back like they, they don't put Gibson on the field in passing situations. So mm. Gibson's just a little risky. And, like, I am in a comfortable enough position where I can get rid of the risk and put it on someone else. And it, it, uh, it worked
0: out. So I also s- like now how Nick has uh, probably the only two Washington players who will start on a week-to-week basis. He yeah, also has Terry McLaurin. So Ooh, big fan of that. That is true. Big fan yeah. of the football team, fantasy team.
1: Well, so now, but so now it's nice for Nick because now he can bench Hollywood Brown or or <laughs> or drop Hollywood Brown. Uh, yeah, man.
0: Oh, it's been it's been rough for for that. Because I
1: because I imagine Nick will start. So he's gonna slide in Gurley for Joshua Kelly. Um, I guess you'll slide in probably P Ryan for Renfro. <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> Which, like, I don't know. You could do worse than P Ryan. Yeah, but we
0: give yeah. pure so. I, I gave P. Ryan a really hard time. Uh, but I don't know, man. P. Ryan has had one game with more than four points. He's their starter. I don't know. Kinda. <laughs> like, he's just splitting work with Gore, so... I think he's getting more work than Gore. Uh, they said during the bye they want to get P. Ryan more work. This, yeah, this does say that they're saying that he's going to be the featured back after the bye. Ooh. So, that would be big. That would be big for Nick. If he gets another... Like, P. Ryan is not going to win you the league. But if he's getting, you know, 18 carries instead of 8... That's that's a big deal.
1: You could do worse than P.
0: Ryan for like a second flex. Yeah, definitely. Um, um anything else this week uh, that happened? yeah, yeah maybe yeah
1: maybe we should talk more about
0: Nick's actual team instead of my trade with him. Uh It was uh, I'm sure Nick was happy to have Miles Sanders back from yeah. his injury. He put up eleven and a half points. Always good to have your studs. Eagles lost to the Giants somehow, and the Eagles aren't good either. Uh, yeah, yeah. Can't wait for them to win a division at like. 5, five, ten, and one? It's gonna
1: be great. Um, a good bounce back week from Corey Davis. Corey Davis goosed last week. Nick rode Nick is a loyal fantasy owner, rode with him, five receptions on six targets, sixty-seven yards. It's right? just cause
0: Nick is an original uh row the boat kind of guy, and he knows that Corey Davis uh was a PJ Fleck guy in college, so he's just
1: We're on the boat. I think I think Nick is very likely to pen PJ Fleck a a nice thank you letter for um Corey Davis's production. I think so. Yeah, he definitely owes PJ Fleck a lot of the credit for his uh, team's success this year. Um. Yeah, we're not we're not gonna mention a certain football game that took place um this past (laughs) this past Uh, Friday night. Um. I actually I was at work during it. I don't I don't actually know uh what what happened maybe Uh, it got i I was watching but i also blacked out it canceled maybe they canceled that game because of covid well Mm -hmm. actually i heard i heard from somewhere that the gopher's best defensive player was out with covid Mm. so it's kind of an asterisk it doesn't even count it's kind of an asterisk game in that
0: respect all right ben let's keep this moving uh get on to our next game wait we were gonna bash nick for having kittle still though oh yeah nick drop george kittle like why is he on your bench i I don't get it like He's yeah. not gonna play.
1: You're you're fighting for a playoff spot, Nick. You should probably uh, yeah not hold George Kittle through his like by. the
0: absolute best case scenario for George Kittle is that he plays in week 16 after not having played for like two months. It, like that's not something that you hold on to, you know. Because literally, just wait until like week 14 when they announce, oh, he might come back, and then pick him up then, you know. But let's move on. Uh, Connor versus Henry is the next game I've got. Uh, Connor won this game to move to four and six. Henry lost it to move to four and six. Hell yeah! Uh, so that was that was part of our our good result to get seven teams tied. So Connor put up ninety two, which is a good week. Uh, Ronald Jones is back. Ronald Jones, <laughs> sees the reins again in the in the Buccaneers' roller coaster backfield. Uh, he had a ninety eight yard touchdown run, which helps. Uh, it's almost the maximum number of fantasy points you can score on one play.
1: Yeah, I was I was very impressed that we we give uh Bruce Arians a hard time for benching running backs as soon as they like miss a block or fumble the ball or whatever. Uh Ronald Jones, I think on his first reception of the, of yeah. the game, fumbled the ball and Arians stuck with him.
0: So yeah. I was pretty I was pretty impressed. As, by as that. the Fournette owner, I saw Jones fumble and I was like, <laughs> you know, look at my look at my chops and then Jones just went off. So I'm not going to try to figure out what Arians is doing there. Uh, Jones' last five games in terms of carries: twenty-three, thirteen, seven, three, twenty-three. This is like, what is that? What is that pattern? I don't understand it. Uh, I mean, I would, I would certainly rather be the Jones owner than the Fournette owner. Um, and, if, and if he's going to get twenty-three carries, he's like a top ten running back, probably. <laughs> that would be very big for Connor. But I, I just don't think that this is going to happen every week.
1: <laughs> yeah, as someone who is. Um... I'm trying to I'm trying to get an angle of which of these four and six teams I'm rooting for, it could, like as far as like you know playoffs and stuff. Yeah. Um, and I th- I like I I don't think I want to play Connor's team. Yeah, because uh, like because like it's got some guys cause Cooks he only put up four this week, but Cook's the kind of guy he could put up twenty no mm-hmm. problem. Ronald Jones. DJ Morris is a similar. Thing. Yeah, DJ
0: Morris similar. He did it this week.
1: <laughs> Ronald Jones is uh, really cooking now.
0: Well, Devontae Adams, you know, has been scoring twenty plus a week. Uh he had another yeah. touchdown. And, this I,
1: week. and I assume I assume DeAndre Swift got his first start. Yeah. This it was week. It's good to and see Swift he get had, some run. He had yeah. so on, on Connor's bench, eighty yards rushing, seventy yards receiving and a receiving touchdown. I yeah. assume he'll start him over Jamal Williams, uh. Yeah. One would assume this this coming week. And then yeah, Devontae Adams, Fulgham. Um well that was that trade he he uh he traded for Swift and Fulgham last week. He traded Jacobs for Jacobs. Swift and Fulgham. Yeah, we kind of we kind of bashed Connor for that, but now that Swift is the starter, if, if Swift
0: is really the guy, yeah. Unfortunately for Connor, Fulgham had a really bad week, uh, but hopefully he'll bounce back. Yeah, man. I, Connor's team makes me a little... And,
1: and also I always lose to Connor.
0: Yeah. So, so Con- Connor Connor is in that four and six clump, but he's in pretty good shape to make the playoffs. I've got him above eighty percent because he has so many points scored. It's like him and Joe. Are far and away ahead of the rest of that four and six group in points. Yeah. So one of them will probably scoop up the wild card if they don't win games here down the stretch. So Connor's probably pretty safe to make the yeah. Match. He's
1: got a, Connor's got a big game this week against Tony. He's mm-hmm. got to. uh you got you to beat. Got no. That's the gotta thing. Like you got to beat Tony. Like you got if you're one of these four and six teams and you got a game yeah. against Tony like Tony also a four and
0: six team. But yeah, I, Whoa. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Alright, uh, let's turn to the other side of this matchup then. A disappointing loss for Henry. Henry's lost three straight games uh, to put him in kind of dicey position here. You got Nick Chubb back, and Chubb was pretty good. He had 18.6. Uh, he also voluntarily did not score a touchdown So uh, at the end of that game there to run out the clock. So he could have been up you Know 24 points, it wouldn't have won Henry the game.
1: No, that's the, that's the thing. I'm sure a lot of fantasy owners lost their games because yeah.
0: of that, those six points. And uh-huh. luckily for Henry, it didn't matter. I mean, what really lost Henry this game, or one of the big things, was Carson Wentz only putting up nine points against the Giants.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's brutal, man. Like, yeah, I, I was a little nervous. Um, I was totally expecting Henry once I saw Wentz just put up this goose. Uh, not goose. Excuse me. This this is just this terrible game. I was totally expecting Henry to like get in on the quarterback trade market and like drive the price up on like uh, Brady or whoever. And I guess didn't because, because if I'm because didn't Foles get stretchered
0: off? Uh, yeah, so It sounds like it's not as bad as we might have thought for Foles, but also he's Nick Foles. Like you're not yeah. starting Nick Foles. Right? Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. I get, well Yeah. But I mean, I just just for options, right? Like. I guess it's pretty clutch for me that uh, Henry started his job. I feel like if, if if Henry starts his job like two weeks later, he might uh he might finagle a, he might finagle a trade or something, but he's probably too busy to give a shit about his quarterback situation right now. Uh, uh, so so uh, we'll, we'll see. But yeah, if I'm if I'm Henry, like he's gotta make a move for a quarterback, right? Like he he can't roll with Wentz anymore. You got you gotta you gotta
0: pivot away from Wentz, right? Uh, I mean. Maybe... You could give it another week or two. He does play the Seahawks in Week 12, which which is a thing that I would be willing to hang on to him for. Uh, But... I, I would probably wait and see a little bit. I guess next week is the trade deadline, so you got to kind of— You, gotta, you have team. to decide.
1: So you have this week, and
0: then—because the trade deadline is next Saturday. At this so. point, too, I don't know if there are that many teams that have two healthy quarterbacks. Like, I think we're actually down to basically no teams that have two, like, useful QBs now that your trade happened and that Drew Brees is injured. For yeah. Two. So I don't know if there's that's like true. a great target here. That's that's why I was worried.
1: I, shout out, Henry, Fernada. Um, I was totally expecting some kind of a. Yeah, Henry lost this
0: game, but I do want to shout him out for starting Josh Reynolds, uh, the Rams' third wide receiver. Yeah, had a better day than the other two. Uh, He put up 94 yards on 10 targets. Uh, I
1: I heard somewhere that Josh Reynolds, since uh, week three, has more targets than Robert Woods.
0: Yeah, so his last three games he has eight, nine, and 10. Yeah, the games before that he was averaging four or five. So yeah, yeah. that's pretty very frustrating for me. As yeah. the guy who has the other two Rams receivers. Yeah, no, that's But, you know, it's a good pickup. I think he actually then just cut him. So he's on waivers right now. <laughs> Go figure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, it's, but it's like, because it's like, who wants to depend on a third wide receiver? Right. In, in like, not a pass heavy offense this year. They've been fairly run heavy. So, uh, yeah, right, he's, gotta... he's the
1: kind of guy where, up until this week, if he doesn't get a touchdown, he kind of yeah. kills you. Yeah, right. All right, let's yeah, uh, see. Yeah, I, can, I think I think you kind of. Yeah, maybe you kind of write off this game because, like, it's Seattle, right? Like, they give up so much passing yards. and.
0: Yeah, well, it was a weird one, too, because the Rams actually led the whole way, so they didn't have to pass that much. It wasn't, like, a typical Seahawks game. So. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's move on to Tim versus Jay. Uh, Tim won this one 102-58, moves up to 6-4. and four. Jay also down at 4-6. Uh, Tim did this getting only 10 points from Russell Wilson, uh, which is his first game yeah. below 20 points this season. So, how did he do it? Well, Josh Jacobs, the uh, new, newly traded Tim's team guy, put up 25 points at two touchdowns. Uh, Wayne Gallman scored another two touchdowns. Wayne Gallman has touchdowns in four straight games, man. Yeah, Gallman,
1: <laughs> Gallman was a good pickup. Yeah, for real. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm trying to remember. Oh, no. Henry, so, Henry picked up Gallman in other leagues and yeah. so I was, he, so he, it looks he, like Joe, yeah, Joe yeah. had him
0: for like a couple of days and he cut him and Tim has had him for two weeks now and he's put up 14 and 18 in those two weeks uh, obviously with Devontae Freeman out for the Giants that, that's helping Gallman a lot and I think Freeman's going to be back at some point this season so we'll see if they just keep riding with Gallman who's been doing better than Freeman ever was but we will see uh, yeah it's a it's, it's a it's an embarrassment of riches for a uh, for Tim's team. Right. I mean <laughs> he, did, he he put up hundred and two points and he had Joe Mixon and Julio Jones on the bench. So that's that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Only yeah. only four and a half points from Gio Bernard. I mean I think I think when we look at like the overall picture of the league, I, I think there's a pretty clear a pretty clear cut top tier of, of your team, Ben, and, uh, Andrew's team and Tim's team, with like nobody being especially close to those three. Uh, I would certainly expect the champion to come from that group. Uh, Tim is a little bit behind on record compared to you guys, but that's just because he was a little, little bit unlucky earlier in the year. So he's coming around now. He won the weekly bonus this week with only one hundred and two, which I think is one of the lowest ones we've ever had. Uh, this was actually I looked it up and the uh, second lowest scoring uh, week in our league of all time. Right. So wasn't wasn't a great week all around. Who was who was on by? I'm trying uh, to remember. I don't know. The, the games must have just been low scoring. I mean, like everyone thought that Rams Seahawks game was going to be super high scoring and. and wasn't yeah there, there were a few games does like
1: does tim have to change his team name once he benches once joe mixon comes back well but then he'll
0: really be stashing the stash once oh bernard is back the bench. wow if he ever cuts Gio bernard which i would assume he will do at some point as as you know mixon gets healthy and then i he does not need him I don't know, but knows? maybe he will keep him for endurance yeah. yeah um all right anything else on tim's team it's boring to talk about the good teams it's more fun to <laughs> shit on everyone does. um Yeah, I don't. Cole Beasley, Cole Beasley is back. So, so the
1: thing, so John Brown was out, right? Well, Brown Brown played the first half. So, uh, okay. Brown put up like eighty yards too. (laughs) I think so. He might. I think John Brown. So they're on bye this week, but John Brown picked up like a little bit of a knock. Yeah. Um. So like Cole Beasley's back. Seriously, like as long. Thirteen targets. Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley is a is a is a totally stable fantasy starter. If 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 John Brown is out, yeah. That's kind of that's kind of been the pattern I've noticed is if John Brown is out you can start Cole Beasley and you'll you'll be fine it's fine
0: yeah so so we'll see if Brown is back after their bye um let's see Jay yeah so a bit of a rough game for Jay I mean Jay's team has kind of been struggling all year Jay
1: woozes moves to 4 and 6
0: I think he's a little bit lucky to be at 4 and 6 and I think he's uh, the lowest point scored among those teams I've only got him at 3.5% to make the playoffs so he's like really gonna have to have stuff go his way uh, down the stretch here um yeah. Is this is this Duke Johnson? Uh, this is Duke Johnson. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So Duke Johnson actually is starting uh, over David Johnson now for the Texans because David Johnson is injured. That was uh, a good. I think he, I think he made that claim last. That was a good
1: claim. He only put up five and a half, but like I don't know.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. What can what can you what can you? Do I mean, he
1: about? got 14 carries, so that, that certainly is. The the, the the it was right logic, wrong result. You know.
0: Yeah, I think I mean, it was an okay result. But yeah, not not what you're hoping for. Um, I think. Uh, Another right logic, wrong result. One was Jared Goff only putting up ten and a half in that Seahawks game, right? Like Jared Goff against the Seahawks should have been like an absolutely great matchup, yeah. but just didn't turn out that way in the game. He did pass for over three hundred. Goff yards, Goff has no got to be
1: chance. one of the most frustrating guys to own. It's yeah, just it I mean, just seems like it seems like every game where you're like this guy is gonna suck ass, he pops off, right? But and then every and then he gets Seattle and he throws for three hundred yards and
0: fumbles and. Right and doesn't score a touchdown. Hey, yeah, yeah, I mean I had Goff for most of the season, so I can definitely speak to that. It's funny that you said that about him because looking back at his scores, his, his two best scores this year are against uh, the Bills and Washington, like, pretty good defenses, and uh, he has some of his worst scores against like the Giants and the Seahawks I, and the Cowboys. I remember like, the Giants. I remember the Giants game specifically. Yeah, he put up eleven points against the Giants. He put up yeah. ten and a half against the Cowboys. Like that's like a great matchup. So I don't know. He's definitely been trending down. Um, I think I so think key, he, he is just a one week replacement here for Jay. He's got Matt Ryan normally, so.
1: I think the key for Jay is he's gotta he's gotta start Keelan Cole. I love <laughs> I love I love the Jay Keelan Cole uh, bromance.
0: I think yeah. I think that's the key. Cole scored a touchdown. He actually also had a punt return touchdown, like a ninety yard punt return. I
1: heard about that. So,
0: yeah, Keelan Cole, good game. All right, do we want to move on?
1: Is Des Bryant a thing?
0: He is on their active roster now. Uh, he looks like he didn't play at all, but he is active for the Ravens. Good hmm. for him. Too looks bad like the actually Raven- to been active two weeks in a row, but hasn't gotten a target. Too so. bad the Ravens' offense is yeah. awful right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I want like the fifth wide receiver on the Ravens' offense. I like it. I like it as like a
1: like a like
0: a uh, like a sentimental gesture. <laughs> yeah, um, Des Bryant, the man we know and love from like five years ago. Alright, well, let's uh let's move on to Andrew versus Quinn. Yeah. Um so Andrew takes up another win, he's eight and two. Quinn drops to seven and three. This was this was a matchup of uh what, second and third in the league? It must have been coming into this game?
1: Uh, uh second and third now. It's second or, and third now. Yeah. Well, I
0: think they probably just flipped. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh Andrew wins this Maybe. one eighty three yeah. to sixty three. Uh so a bit actually a bit of a low scoring week for Andrew. He's been up over a hundred a lot. Uh with the standard formula of relying on Kyler Murray, Dalvin Cook, and Justin Jefferson. Yeah.
1: Uh, well, I was wrong. So they they both would have been seven and two going into this game. So Andrew would have been ahead of. Yeah. They just both stayed so at two. Point. They just both stayed at two and three. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, the story, t- story story or tale of the tape or whatever is same same story as always for Andrew's team. It's Kyler and Dalvin Cook do their thing, and you just hope that. Uh, the the rest of your team doesn't fuck up, and the rest of Andrew's is. team is a bunch of non fuck ups. So, yeah, for the most part. For the most part. So it uh, like like McKinnon and Melvin Gordon both had like subpar games, but they still got you a combined eleven points. Jefferson got you one hundred and thirty five receiving yards. Godwin got you ninety, and even though Jared Cook goose's you like, you put up ninety or you put up eighty three and Get the dub in a well scoring week.
0: Yeah. Um. So I was looking at uh, odds for betting on the NFL MVP, which I think is an interesting race right now. And Kyler Murray was like plus four hundred, so he's at like five to one. Yeah. Which. Are we into that? Do we think Kyler Murray can win MVP this year? What's I guess my question is like, what is Russ at? Uh, Russ is like plus 250 or something. Russ is currently the favorite, but he's losing ground quickly because he's been playing poorly. But, man, Kyler Murray has been something else this season, especially in fantasy. I mean... It, it's it's funny that you brought up the... Russell Wilson playing bad in the context of
1: the MVP race because <laughs> I read this funny thing about... Uh, you're going to think that this is going way off into a tangent, but Evan and I listen to this college basketball podcast that always gives... Good tangent. Gives, yeah. uh, they always give... Give uh, the media a hard time because they say that, like, they'll say, like, X player is national player of the year, but is this guy the best player on his own team, kind of a thing, uh. or like, or like most talented versus most valuable, like all this stupid semantic stuff. And I read this thing that said that the Seahawks this year are undefeated when Chris Carson plays, and they are winless. When Chris Carson does not play, Ooh. so, so is Chris Carson the, cre- the, the question is: Is Chris Carson the MVP? <laughs> is Russell Wilson even the most viable player on his own team? Uh, I yeah. think these are questions we need. What, is, have to what, what are Chris Carson's MVP? What are his odds for MVP? Uh, right, I'd be into
0: those. So uh, I will say the Cardinals are what six and three when Kyler Murray plays. So I. I'm on the Kyler Murray train. I mean, like, he's been awesome. He
1: is so fun to
0: watch, man. And, yeah, and, he, he's, and he's
1: got those, those bright
0: yellow cleats. And, yeah. he, I mean, like, man. when uh, They're playing the Seahawks again this week, which I cannot highly rec- recommend that more highly. That everyone watch that. It's, uh, That's Thursday, it's right? It's on Thursday, Thursday night. So, uh, it's a little weird to have a, the Thursday night game be the undisputed best game of the week. I, I'm, I'm a little uncomfortable with that. I need, I need to go back to my AFC South <laughs> Thursday night game. But it should be really fun. Uh, should be fun for Andrew to watch him or frack up thirty points and get that get that lead on on Thursday. Always good.
1: Yeah, man. I this this team is good, man. Like I, it, it would be fun if our league um had the had the top two get a bye. because that would be that would be a, a dog fight right now. If, yeah. it, if it was me, Tim, and Andrew for the. For the two
0: buys, yeah, I think I think we might have talked about this a little bit last week on the pod, but it's definitely looking like your game with Andrew in rivalry week week thirteen will decide that the regular season champ, which has a ten dollar bounty, so (laughs) and and the number one seed, which is of course uh, pretty helpful.
1: It's funny that regular season champ like gets ten dollars
0: because Quinn and I bet five dollars every week. week. (laughs) (laughs) Ten is like nothing. (laughs) Yeah. uh We we gotta up this pool. I'm ready. I'm ready to like go go all in. Like a hundred bucks from everyone. It's just me handling like massive amounts <laughs> of money. I am totally. Were we
1: weren't we gonna talk about? We forgot to talk about something
0: like administrative
1: related. It was right. Nick's thing. Remember, Nick was saying that we should uh, we should we should boot the person. Oh yeah from so, so the top actually, seven. Or it, so, so if, Nick, if if the yeah. highest score if the highest score from. The you explain
0: it yeah so so Nick's proposal was that um, so you know we have eight teams that make the playoffs so if you look at the top eight and one of those teams has fewer points than a team from the bottom six then you just swap them so, yeah so even if even if your team goes ten and three but you have the lowest points among the playoff teams and. Someone from uh, the non-playoff teams scores more points than you. You do not make the playoffs. It's it's like very much a chaotic rule. And it, oh God, so, so do you so
1: literally bad. mean they would get substituted for each other? Or, no, I or, think the, or se-
0: the seating wouldn't work that way. But the, you, you, know, you would, you would, you would, you would bump them.
1: You would bump them. You would bump everyone up, and then yeah, yeah. the person from the bottom six would go into the right eight right. slot.
0: Yeah. So that would be pretty funny.
1: Or, but I guess we do the draft anyway, so it doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I do kind of like it, but it would also kind of drive me insane a little bit to have to think about that every time we look at the standings and everything so i'm a little glad of that i don't think i don't think it's going to pass but i'm sure we'll talk about it in another meeting i
1: think so my 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 initial reaction to it is that it's going to cause a slippery slope of our league slowly turning into a european <laughs> soccer league yeah, <laughs> where it'll just be like like top eight scores make the playoffs where it'll just be top eight score <laughs> yeah. and and then and then it'll just be top eight scores make the playoffs and then it'll turn into uh we don't even have regular season head-to-head <laughs> matchups. <laughs> we should, yeah, we don't even have playoffs. It's just 16
0: weeks. Whoever scores the most points wins. <laughs> oh, God. That would be terrible. Uh, all right, let's talk about Quinn's team. Speaking of guys who could get booted from the playoffs despite having good records, Quinn, Quinn would be in danger of that this year. He's 7-3, and three, but it's, it's trending downwards quickly. Uh, I got to give Quinn a shout-out for having both Jake Luton Jake Luton? Luton? I think it's I think it's Luton. Luton. I keep on wanting to pronounce it like Futon. because because that's what I like that looks Luton like. more, but I think it is Luton. It is Luton. Yeah, like he, so like he, Luton. He started Jake Luton, the Jaguars' now starting quarterback, and also he started Ryan Nall, one of the Bears' running backs. I think these might be Loki, the two weirdest starts that we have all season long, and and it was by the same guy in the same week. It's it's a very Quinn move. Uh, I, I I'm not gonna be as harsh
1: as you. I get the Ryan Null thing. It's a starting running back on an NFL team, uh, but
0: but not really. It, it was clear. I mean, they, well, they, they Mon- get, they, Montgomery was out though. And, like, he was the starting that. running back in the sense that he was the top on the depth chart, but like he literally had zero carries going into this game, and they gave him one carry. They gave him yeah. I don't one know.
1: I, I like it. It's like so, like if you're Quinn, <laughs> like you had to start a second running back, and it's either that or Adrian Peterson, and like. I like the speculative. I like, you know, Ryan Nall could get, you know, there, there is a world in which Ryan Nall gets 30 yards and a touchdown. Yeah.
0: Like, I don't know.
1: But like, there's also a world where Adrian
0: Peterson just does that too, you know? I think it's. But DeAndre
1: Swift got, got the start
0: role. though. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. I will, like, he, yeah. Was, like, he was Man. like officially. I just, I just didn't think we'd see the day. Like, I've known who Ryan Nall was for a while because every once in a while he vultures a touchdown and you're like, who the fuck is Ryan Nall? Because he's this, like, white running back on the Bears. <laughs> And man, seeing him start in our league after literally not having a carry the first nine weeks of the season was was a little bit jarring, but also very funny. <laughs> As someone who is like a little, so you're you're more. I think we've established
1: on this podcast that you're a little more of a talent guy, and I'm a little more of an opportunity guy. Mm-hmm. And I I when I was when I was like looking at waivers and stuff last week, and I saw Montgomery got hurt, I I was not like I wasn't gonna claim Ryan and all, but he was like he was on my radar,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like. If nobody had picked him up and he rushed for, if he had twelve carries for fifty yards and like nobody had picked him up,
0: I probably would have claimed him on waivers this week. Well, yeah, yeah. You know I mean? mean, if he had gotten twelve carries, then sure. I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be calling Quinn out if he had gotten twelve carries. He got yeah, one. That's true. <laughs> he got one carry. Uh, I thought it was really funny that the Bears just went with Quinn. But I, I, I just
1: think, I just think, I just think you're being a little too harsh because it's like a little bit of like hindsight bias because like, like. You, we see this all, like, Kalen Bellage, uh like, goes to the Chargers and just, like, in his first, he gets called up from the practice squad and just goes bonkers. And that guy for the Dolphins, Ahmed. Uh, yeah, like, ran, I, I think my like, thing he, is, though, is
0: that those guys were kind of in new situations where the depth charts have really crumbled above them and everything. It's like Ryan all has been on the roster all year, but they've just chosen to not give him any run whatsoever, right? So, like, only one guy getting injured in front of him is not going to be the thing that makes him. That's true. Also, uh, is Tree going there? Uh, Yeah, he tore his ACL. Did he? Okay, yeah. a, while, a while back. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, like, why do the Bears not have a better packer running back than Fine and all? But that's why. Okay. Uh, I like that our podcast spends like several minutes on Ryan
1: Null. No, that's yeah. the kind of quality content. Yeah. That's the
0: kind of quality content you get from this. Uh, so I will say I I, I just criticized Quinn. Uh, I don't want to criticize him too hard for the Luton thing because I think that's kind of fun. Uh, but I will say that the Jacoby Myers pickup and start was fairly inspired and it worked out. Uh, Jacoby Myers put up eleven points, uh, so that was good to see. Jacoby Myers twenty four passing yards. Love it. Um, I will
1: say if. Uh, if, if if there, uh, Jake Wooten was on my streaming radar. As someone who, as someone who uh, yeah. trade, as someone who traded Josh Allen and tried to trade for a quarterback last week and didn't didn't find a deal, I had to go to the had to go to the old dumpster and find a <laughs> find a quarterback to stream. It was kind of between like Teddy and Derek Carr. Yeah. But like I, I was thinking about I was thinking about Jake Wooten. Yeah, right, so, so, be, so because Wooten, because, Wooten. because mm. uh, uh, I have DJ Chark. Uh, who I stack. Who I was right, so the <laughs> the stack uh because because and I was only because Chris Carson was gonna be out, so I was ha- no. I would have had to start Shark and then uh Jair Alexander was out with a concussion for Green Bay. Yeah. And so uh, the whole the whole narrative was in place for uh for Wooten to just have a, a barnstorm of a game, but then he then he
0: didn't. Yeah. I mean what was what were you gonna say? Uh, I was gonna say like like Luton had a pretty good game in his first start, so I can definitely see why Quinn made that start. Um Packers' pass defense isn't awesome, and it was likely that the Jags were going to be down for most of the game. They actually were very competitive in this game, which is a little bit surprising. Uh, but yeah, I mean, L- Luton like didn't fuck them up, but it didn't have a good fantasy game. And that's for yeah, sure. Tur- turns out he still had more points than Derek Carr, <laughs> yeah. who, 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 who I picked up. Yeah, uh, but Quinn can just go back to strutting Pat- Patrick Mahomes this week, so all is well there. Do you think he keeps Luton?
1: No. Jake Wooten. How would he do that? Jake, 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 Jake Wooten.
0: You like that? Are you making a Jake Wooten?
1: No, Coke? no, it's I like Jake, Jake Wooten, but if you, J-gluten. Ah, uh, Jake Wooten. It it's a gluten joke.
0: A gluten joke. Gotta have those, yeah.
1: Allie Martins. Howie Martins. Okay, <laughs> right,
0: let's keep it moving. Uh, next game I've got is Ryan versus Joe. This is another one that had to go this way so that both of these teams wound up at four and six. Uh, Ryan pulled out a close, low scoring win, 74 to 71.
1: This was the big one because this one came down. I was really into the four and six thing, and this one came down to Monday night. Joe needed like 18 from Thielen or whatever, and uh, he only got
0: 16. Oof. that's rough. Yeah, Thielen scored two touchdowns, too. He had a shot. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was a close one. Uh, let's talk about Ryan's team first because he won. Uh, Chase Claypool, another two touchdowns. I like how Claypool is that guy. He's he's not doing crazy yardage, right? But he is having insane games where he just bunches all of his touchdowns together. Yeah, uh, <laughs> puts up seventeen points with only fifty yards. It's pretty good. It's fun to have that kind of guy in your team, especially when you're not like relying on him really. Uh, you know, he's, Ryan has a number of uh, reasonable wide receivers, but oh, are we gonna? Did we talk about your trade with Ryan? No, I was is that gonna, the one was, we have left. Yeah,
1: we haven't talked about it yet. All right, it was kind of it was kind of the granddaddy of them all. Yeah, it
0: was, a, it, was a big, it was a big one. This is a big, interesting trade for sure, so, so I'll read it off here. So, Ben, you are tra- trading Ryan, DJ Chark, and Travis Kelsey for Noah Fant and Derek Henry. So Kelsey and Henry, obviously, two of the biggest names in the game. Uh, it's kind of an interesting trade from Ryan's perspective, and you, you and I were talking about this off-air. Uh, and, Ben, I know that you don't want to trash Ryan about this trade that you completed, you know, keep good faith, so I'll just do it for you. Uh, whoa. I'm not sure why not cool Ryan is getting rid of a running back and he only has three on his roster so so after this trade he's only gonna have two on his roster problem is one of those two is Sony Michelle who has not played since week three and as far as I can tell is not returning anytime soon if at all this season um, and is also Sony Michelle it like no guarantee that he does anything when he comes back so I mean, I think on the balance, like in a vacuum, this is a reasonable enough trade. You know, like Ryan is getting the best tight end in fantasy, but by a fairly wide margin in Travis Kelsey. But Derek Henry is a top 10 running back, and Ryan does not have a replacement at all currently on his roster. But the upgrade at tight end is big. I mean, that could easily be worth 10 points a week over
1: it's, it's Having Travis Kelsey, because like even Darren Waller has taken a little bit of a step back mm-hmm. in recent weeks, like... Having Travis Kelsey is essentially like having an extra roster spot. Like, like a starting, starting lineup spot. Like yeah. you, just, you just have like... Because you're just going to
0: double everyone else's tight end points pretty much. At, yeah, like at least.
1: Yeah. Maybe triple. Like it, <laughs> like, depending, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so kind of like when I saw, when I saw that Derrick Henry... Um, so like obviously like I needed, I needed like a, a quarterback and that was kind of like my main prerogative. But um, I knew that I was probably going to have to give up Gibson... To get, uh, because like everyone the like Joe, I was talking with Joe and Nick about quarterbacks and like they've all seemed to want Gibson and mm-hmm. so I was kind of like preparing for getting rid of Gibson. So I was like, I need another running back. Like let's let me see if I can try to swing something. And I and usually Derrick Henry, if you inquire about Derrick Henry at like any other point in the year, you just get a dial tone. Like yeah. you're like, but he like I noticed that like Chicago, he only had six point eight. What this past week in Indianapolis, he only had ten point nine. And I was like. Maybe maybe there's a little maybe there's a little crack in the door here that I can I can see. And uh Ryan was like, I want Kelsey and I was like, God damn it. And and it was so hard for me. You it's been while I gotta say, Ben, I'm a little surprised that you gave up Kelsey. Like like he's your baby boy, you know? (laughs) I will when I when I sent that trade to Ryan and I had to click on Kelsey, like and I had to hit submit like
0: it hurt like a single tear I, rolls down I, your cheek. It was yeah. like
1: it was like it was like, uh, "Good night, sweet," or like whatever, "Good night, sweet prince," or whatever. But yeah. but um, I, when it really came down to it, I was like, my. I look at I look at the the high scorers on Tim's team, and I look at the high scorers on Andrew's team, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah, Kelsey can get me 15, 16 points in a given week, but I need something that can match Dalvin Cook and like Kyler and you know all the guys on Tim's team. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, and this is something that I kind of made the mistake of I I often cite my number 1 seed in 2018 when I lost to Connor in the first round. I I remember like I had the luxury that season of like I had a, I was pretty good all year like pretty high up in the standings mm-hmm. and I didn't do a very good job like near the trade deadline of like leveraging that position. Yeah. I didn't I didn't do a good job of like planning for the playoffs and kelsey is a guy who during the regular season probably the most valuable player you can have Mm -hmm. in the regular season but he doesn't have like that massive ceiling yeah like and so i I was just kind of that's that's kind of how i how i thought about it like um just like leveraging that 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 playoff position, like and like, like knowing you're going to make the playoffs before the trade deadline is up yeah. is like is like is like a huge advantage that you have to take advantage of, mm-hmm. and that was like kind of what it came down to was like I uh, just like it is it's a massive risk but like you know gotta risk it for the biscuit
0: yeah exactly uh, I will say uh, going back to Ryan's team this week. So he won this game by three points, but he won the defense battle by thirteen. Uh, shout out to the Saints defense for for winning this one for high hand. They put up 14, 14 points. They have four turnovers against the Niners. Uh, good job, Saints D. I feel like without kickers in the league this year, there's been a lot less like shenanigans from like the random players at the end, you know, because we've gotten rid of one of those positions. But uh, I I defense. I will say best idea I ever had getting rid of kickers. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, like I don't miss them. I definitely don't miss having to care about kickers <laughs> and just having that extra random variable in, in each of the games. I think the two flex is, has been fun. So, uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, anything else with Ryan's team?
1: Um, not really. Ryan, d- I will say, Ryan does need a running back.
0: Yeah. To, to, to Ryan, to, you definitely do. Um,
1: which I will say, Ryan, if you need a running back, uh, I have Malcolm Brown. <laughs>
0: just um, do another trade with him.
1: I, but you know your your position here is not is not great uh i might i might i might have to uh might have to gouge you a little bit for uh kelsey for, for Mark- <laughs> <Malcolm Brown. laughs> i if you offered me kelsey for malcolm brown i would take it that wouldn't say no i would yeah. <laughs> i would accept uh but I, I i i would you know one of these uh I ah, God, I don't not. Nah, I don't want Debo. I don't want. I don't want. Fuck God. Fuck this team. Uh, I, Landry, or you 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 probably wouldn't give up Judy. I think Landry. Landry is fair. Sure. Give me Ryan. Shoot me Jarvis Landry. I'll give you Malcolm Brown. Well, we'll we'll have a we'll have a we we'll have a good time.
0: All right. Let's talk about Joe's team. Uh, this is a tough loss for Joe, I and mean, he Joe needs to start getting wins here. He's definitely looking okay on points. So it looks like. Joe will probably make the playoffs. He's actually at ninety percent in the algorithm, but yeah, um, this was a huge game that went Ryan's way. Like, yeah, th- Ryan the- Ryan needed this, and Joe didn't as much. So,
1: yeah, um, Joe got Joe got a really good game from Deontay Johnson. But the Deontay
0: Johnson roller coaster <laughs> continues. That guy is either terrible or extremely good, and no rhyme or reason to it. You know, I will say I got a like lot of um,
1: sh- 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 Schadenfreude from. Joe starting Mark Ingram and Mark Ingram scoring three points.
0: <laughs> it, it it really felt good. Especially when uh MBS, Marcus valdez Marcus is sitting on Joe's bench with twenty points. <laughs> well he couldn't have started. He's
1: already he's maxed on wideouts. Oh, on wideouts, yeah, yeah, fair enough. Fair
0: enough. Um that was kind of why Joe wanted Gibson.
1: So like that was the other thing, like Gibson yeah, Joe wasn't very balanced. Yeah, like so like Gibson played well and like Herbert didn't I, I was trying to get Herbert from Joe, but uh then Breeze got hurt and wrecked the whole thing. Yeah. So that's uh that was too bad. So I mean, good thing Joe didn't trade me Herbert
0: last week because now he'd be mm-hmm. kind of screwed at at quarterback. So um, yeah, Joe is mostly just extremely running back needy. Um, so Mostert should be coming back soon. It's like Mostert's back after their bye, So week twelve. Joe's we'll just got to hang either. on. Joe's just got to right, hang on by the skin of his teeth. And yeah. like I said, like as long as he, you know, putting up 71 points isn't good, but putting up 71 the rest of the way is probably enough with the cushion Joe has to squeak into the playoffs. If it, that's gonna be, So the biggest thing for Joe is like
1: is like winning. He probably needs to win one of these because most are he, he, – so they're on by this week, right? Yeah, he'll probably be back next week. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe he doesn't get a full workload. Maybe maybe he does. Who knows? Uh, but Joe, like, Joe needs to win like, you know, a couple of these games. But like, what if he makes the playoffs? Like, Mostert will be ready week fourteen. Right. Like, that's not really the worry for Joe. Mm-hmm. The worry for Joe is like, I need to get there, and I need and I need to, this second running back spot is is just such a glaring hole. Yeah. And is this
0: is this James Conner's second bad game in a row? Yeah, that's kind of weird because, like, man, man this, the Steelers won their game this week in a blowout, and you know you figure they'd be handing the ball off a lot, but Connor only finished with five points. Uh, I mean, I'm not worried about James Connor; like, he was very, very good and consistent up to the last couple weeks, um, and he's got a favorable enough schedule. for well, do most the, of the Bengals? Of the Bengals game.
1: probably don't. The Bengals don't have a good run defense, right? Yeah, really. no, the Bengals don't
0: have any good defense. I just read so they gave
1: they gave Chase Claypool a go line carry. <laughs> Man, that's
0: savage. Yeah, that's a very, oh god, yeah. Like they have so many running backs. Got to give it to Chase Claypool. Interesting.
1: We'll see. You with, we'll see you with James.
0: James got God, I love James Conner Though it's pretty rough for Joe too. Uh, DK Metcalf only put up three points this week. <laughs> it's like. Lose a game by three, where like you know, DK Metcalf, if yeah, six, you win, you know. Like, Jalen
1: Ramsey shut him down pretty good. Yeah, that so, was pretty wild. That to that see. that game was fun. I mean, it was a relatively low scoring game, but that that Rams Seahawks game was like, I mean, if you like defense, you like. I mean, both. I mean, like that mm-hmm. that was a. Uh, that was a, imp, I was very impressed by the Rams defense. I was reminded
0: earlier today that Joe traded for D.K. Metcalf. He traded David Johnson for him before yeah. the season started, which, man, that turned out real well for Joe. Yeah. And a little bit less well yeah,
1: for Yeah, people weekend. forget Joe missed the draft. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the, well, Joe, Joe drafted, but not well, for the right people. Well, well, so, well, so that's why every time I look at Joe's team and I see Adam Thielen on it, I just kind of chuckle because that uh, reminds me that he missed the draft. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, MVS. It, it's curious. It's curious for Joe how he's going to handle because I, you know, that Joe wants to start MVS. Like I, I am, I am certain Joe will swap MVS for Robbie Anderson. It seems like a pretty obvious thing that Joe's going to do, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah. they're, they're they're kind of similar players, and MVS has shown it the last couple weeks, and he's on the Packers, so I would expect that to. I would expect that to happen.
0: Yeah. Robbie Anderson, only one touchdown this year. Almost 800 receiving yards. It's, it's kind of hard to do. <laughs> but, yeah. he, must, he must be spending a lot of time hanging out with Robert Woods. Ooh. Robert Woods has like five touchdowns this year, Ben. Oh, good. Positive that's, regression. Two or three of which are rushing touchdowns. <laughs> but yeah, that's actually been most of his value this year. Really enough, uh, Speaking of Robert Woods, you, we want to move on to my game here. I definitely don't want this to be the last game we talk about this week, so we should do mine before yours. That's fair. All right, so Tony, Tony <laughs> handed my ass to me this week, a uh, final score of 97-37, to 37, which is, it's not good. I really wanted Tony to get the weekly bonus. He was close. I would have done. He was within six points. Tony has never won the weekly bonus. I looked it up, he's actually never finished in second uh, until this week. This is his first time. So this was a, this was a rough game for me, uh, so I'm going to talk about Tony's team first, very briefly. Uh, Alvin Kamara was good because Alvin Kamara is a good football player. Uh, God, Michael Pittman scoring 12 points on Thursday Night Football and outscoring Ryan Tannehill, who was my quarterback, that was a bad sign. It it was like that happens and it's like, all right, this probably is not going to go well. (laughs) Michael Pittman, I think, um, put up more yards in this game than he had in his entire career, which was five games up until now. So he had a very good game. He was very involved in that offense.
1: Yeah, I saw that the, uh, I mean, not to divert from Tony's team, but I saw that you were starting, to, I was thinking that you were maybe going to go, so like I needed to stream a quarterback so I wasn't going to say anything, mm-hmm. but I saw that Tannehill had the, Colt, the Colts, and I was like thinking that you
0: were maybe going to stream a quarterback, and yeah. I, I was
1: like a little nervous, but then you did It was the
0: kind of thing where none of, the, none of the streaming options were awesome, and like I'm not really trying to win, so it was like. Well, like, I'm just going to hold on to Tannehill. It's going to start for me. Right. Playoffs, it was, right. It was like, water. Yeah, like right. it was two.
1: like car Bridgewater. We're kind of like the two. Yeah. At
0: this point, like I'm two and seven going into this game. Like I'm not going to make the playoffs. Like, do I need to scoop someone for Teddy Bridgewater? It's like probably not. I mean, like, you could, you could have dropped like Dobbins. I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I you know, but, if,
1: but like, but, but like, I guess, I guess you're what you're saying
0: from my perspective, it's like, I only care about week 14, right at this point. Like, like right. I am, I am making my team good for week fourteen. Yeah, to you and I, it. I are like in the same spot. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> Mine is the much sadder version of that. Um, but yeah, so there's no real reason to do that. Um, let me see here. Anything else for Tony's team? Um, I, not really. Not especially. Yeah.
1: I wonder when equor is gonna come back. We haven't talked about Eckler at all because he's on Tony's team and he's been injured all year. But
0: yeah, I think it sounds like uh, sort of soon. Like, like I would imagine by the time the playoffs start, he will certainly be back, and it might be more like week twelve or thirteen. It's not going to be this week. Um, How? What are Tony's playoff odds? Tony's playoff odds.
1: I like. I think this is something we're maybe kind of sleeping. Tony's on. Tony's playoff odds are fifty percent. So like, just, just below Tony 50%. could make the playoffs and oh, get yeah. and get Eckler back. He totally could,
0: and then like, and then he's starting Kamara Hunt Eckler. It's 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 rough for me. Like, like like this game with Tony, it's like Tony has made one roster move all season. If and and just has gotten relatively lucky with injuries. Like he's had Eckler out the whole season, and Crowder's missed a couple games. But like other than that, like the fact that he's only had to do one roster move and he still had
1: was that the trade for AJ Green or like did you trade? How, how oh yeah, he, I think that might be the only one. Is that did he? Because he got AJ Green by. Trading Freeman to Quinn or something? Yeah, yeah. That,
0: that, um, but then he would have had to pick up Freeman. I think that was it. So be... No, he drafted Freeman. Oh, of course he did. Yeah. Uh, right. Um, yeah, so Tony has made one move, and it's like, I'm looking at my roster, and it's like, all I can do to keep this, like, duct tape together, and I'm still putting up 37 points, and Tony, who, like, is barely paying attention, it's like, just nobody got hurt except Eckler, like, the whole season, and it's like, god damn. I think that's something that we're sleeping on. I think Tony's playoff odds... Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, like, Chicago, well, Tony, Chicago's a good defense? Tony or? is not that low in points scored. Tony is in a position where he either needs to win out, or um, if Joe and Connor can both move into the top seven, then Tony's path to the card becomes much easier. Um, actually, I'd say he was probably fairly likely to make it if
1: that So, happens. So Tony would be one of the—he is probably the biggest uh, rooter. He's rooting for Ethan and Quinn to fall.
0: Yeah, I think that that's kind of the... Quinn root. is probably too far ahead. Uh, Quinn is almost certainly in, but Ethan can definitely fall out of the playoff. Or picture. like Ethan and Nick. Uh, right? I mean, or is Nick too Tony far would away? only need one of those guys. Uh, Nick is also definitely an option because Nick is much closer to the cut yeah. line than Ethan
1: is. I, I think. Th- I think this is some. This is a narrative we've been sleeping on. I just kind of realized, like,
0: I God, Tony making the playoffs. I, like, he, yeah, man. <laughs> That'd and, like, be pretty I, funny. And like, I don't hate this team with Eckler. Like Yeah, I mean, assuming nobody gets hurt, uh, I mean, he's pretty – he's very weak at wide receiver. Yeah. Um, but, but I mean, he does have Kamara and Lamar Jackson and Austin Eckler. Yeah. he comes back. Like, those three guys. Like Tyler Boyd,
1: Boyd and Crowder are both, like, yeah, high floor guys. Yeah, um, that's true. That's true. You don't need
0: – uh, you
1: don't need to start – so, let's see. Eckler is going to go in. You, you swap Eckler for A.J. Green. Pitt, I'm higher on Pittman than you are.
0: I mean, uh, Pittman is at one game. Like, yeah, Pittman but
1: like, play. but like, Pittman's exactly. gonna be a yeah. Pittman's a flex guy. Your two wide receivers are Boyd and Crowder. Two like woe four. They'll both give you five or six points. Yeah. Uh, Evan Ingram is like as good as you're gonna do at tight end. Like, uh, this team, man. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think I don't think Tony. Like I don't. But that's the thing. Like if this team gets Eckler back, like. I don't want to play Tony in the first round. Like, I don't want to play Alvin Kamara, Kareem Hunt, and Eckler in the I first think, round. I think even with like,
0: Eckler healthy, this is like the fifth best team in the league. I mean, he's definitely... I could definitely see this team winning a playoff game. Um, and, you know, anyone could win in the playoffs, right? But I, I don't think it's really a title contender. There's just not enough depth, really. But you never know. You never know. This is interesting. All right, uh, let's talk very... I think
1: we talked about Tony's team more just then than we did the whole year.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Tony, but you, that, you better be listening. But it's because it's, like, it's getting real with Tony's team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, let's talk about my team very briefly. So, right. Ben, you, you texted me uh, on Monday and asked whether my team had the fewest points scored of all time in our league. And I looked it up, and I was very surprised to see that there have actually been three teams that have scored fewer points than 37.68, like I scored this week. So, only fourth worst of all time. Pretty pumped about that. Man, this is brutal. I, and, like, so going into the week, I did not think that this was a great lineup. Right? It is not a great lineup this week. But the fact that Cooper Cuff and Robert Woods, two good wide receivers, play against the worst past events in the history of professional <laughs> football and put up eight points combined, eight and a half points.
1: 88, 88 receiving, like, or 83 receiving points. Cool
0: what? <laughs> like, God damn it. Like, it just shouldn't, ah, fantasy should not be this hard. I'm just like, doing the best I can this year, and just nothing, nothing has worked. Well, you, at you, all. So
1: you mentioned that I texted you, uh, if this, if your, your, uh, score was the lowest all time, mm-hmm. but, before that, I just texted you, I was like, man, Evan, are you doing okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's just I, like, I'm just, and like,
0: it, I just like I just when I, edges, when I saw when I saw that I was like some of the edges taken off because like I wasn't like I'm not especially trying to win right now right yeah. like like we've been talking about like it doesn't matter if I won or lost this game but it's just like a little bit of a pride thing it's like how did all of these guys do this bad like Philip Lindsay had two rushing yards like you know Philip Lindsay is not a good player to have in your starting lineup right now but like two rushing yards like.
1: Come on, <laughs> like, and then like and then like John Brown left for the second half, but still yeah, scored. Like John Bloods Brown got and hurt and
0: actually was playing very well before then. Yeah, like Zach Moss only scored two points, like after scoring thirty one combined in his last two games. Like it wasn't the Leonard Fournette
1: week. Jordan Reed had a very so. The irony here yeah. is that like kind of the star from
0: your week was Jordan <laughs> Reed, who you then scrappiest dropped. Yeah, yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, the scrappy's got my lineup. Yeah. It is what it is. But, you know, we just got... We got three weeks to turn on around. Uh I'm, I'm ready and ready to go for week 14. You're tapering. Yeah. <laughs> tapering real hard. This is like... This is like running, like, two miles. Like, five days before your race level <laughs> tapering. Absolutely. Uh, all right. Uh, let's talk about your game then, Ben. The last game we've got this week. Um, you got another win. Beat Ethan 80-62 to 62 in kind of a war of attrition here. Move up to 8-2. Ethan's down at 6-4 and, and kind of in free fall. So... Uh you want to talk briefly about your team. We've already talked a lot about your trade, so there might not be too much else here.
1: Yeah, no. I uh I had to start Derek Carr cuz I couldn't get a trade done for uh, a quarterback after giving up Josh Allen, so uh had to roll with that.
0: Um didn't, you, you, did You also left your tight end spot empty. So
1: yeah, I guess that's the thing here. <laughs> I le- I I left my tight end spot open because I I didn't think I needed it. And, and you so, did. So so here so it was kind of like two things. It was like I liked all the guys on my bench, and I, like, for the playoffs, like, I know you're kind of jostling for that one seed and stuff to, like, get the number one pick in the draft, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I I just, like, didn't think it was worth it to drop any of the guys on my bench for a one week. At that time, I didn't know that I was going to trade Kelsey.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh, it w- would have been super nice to have traded Kelsey a week ago, <laughs> but... Uh... Um, I think I think I should get I think I think we should incorporate that into the Ryan trade. Is that I I helped Kelsey through his buy and <laughs> left my tight end slot open. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I uh, I was just like I didn't want to give anyone on my bench and I looked at Ethan's team and I was like I can beat this team without a tight end <laughs> like like a, a streaming tight end where you're gonna get like four points yeah, right. right like if the, the so, chance it comes down to that is pretty. So the thing is if if uh, if Ethan had gotten closer like if going into Monday night. If Ethan was at like 75, or I can't remember if I had anyone. I don't think I had anyone Monday night. No, I don't have any Vikings or Bears. Uh, if Ethan was at like 75, I, I just just as like, kind of like, I probably would have picked up Kyle Rudolph. Cause, uh. Because, only because Irv Smith was out. Mm. And uh, that was kind of my contingency plan. Sure. Um, but I didn't. I, I was like 18 points. Allen Robinson. I'll be, I'll be good. Yeah. Or, or I guess 22. It was like 22
0: points. Um, big big game from Big Ben for uh for Ethan. Yeah, over over half, well over half of Ethan's points were from Penn Roethlisberger and the Steelers defense, and then everyone else pretty much sucked. Yeah,
1: well, so I guess I guess I kind of uh Ethan Ethan uh his two starting running backs, Dylan Montgomery and David Johnson, both out with concussions, and that we kind of and Zeke is on bye, and Zeke is on bye. So 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 that was kind of like the big thing. Like that, I'm not like Ethan's team like when Ethan's team when everyone is healthy is fine. Yeah, his team is fine when everyone's available. That, that's why he's 6 and 4. Yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't when I when I say I look at Ethan's team and I was like I can beat this team without a tight end. I'm not saying that to like slight Ethan's team in general. I just mean like this specific weekly iteration of the yeah, team because right. cuz once I was like I was like Montgomery and Johnson are going to sit. He's going to have to start Benny Snell and Greg Ward. I was like I don't need a yeah, tight man. end to beat this Ethan team. Ethan starts
0: James White, Benny Snell, Scotty Miller, Greg Ward. Like that. Oh, that's rough. Yeah,
1: it was a, that was tough slotting for uh, for Ethan, um, and like none of
0: them did anything. No, at
1: all. Um, um, on Ethan's
0: bench, Jordan Howard got cut. Um, I'll be <laughs> tr- the the Jordan so- uh, Jordan Howard saga with the Dolphins is finally over. I do want to say I'm a little disappointed that Howard actually finished with more than one yard per carry. He wound up with 28 carries for 33 yards in his Dolphins tenure, so um, 1.17 yards per carry.
1: Yeah, I guess, I guess, I guess the the idea from the Dolphins is that like if we're not going to use Howard now, when are we going to use him? Exactly. Uh,
0: yeah. He was a healthy. I mean, he was a healthy scratch last week. Um, I I'm just kind of amazed that teams are still doing this stupid ass shit where they're like, they're like, oh, like Jordan Howard has had a few thousand yard seasons. You know, he might have just gotten released by some other team, but why don't we just give him like, you know, ten million dollars or whatever it was? And it's like did you not look at film? Because it, it's like, even, right from the start, they weren't giving him any work. They were only giving him goal line and they were giving him like three carries a game. And it's like, are you guys really so uninformed about Jordan Howard that like this is a surprise to you? It was just very much like, come on, man. These things these things are true.
1: Um, but I also want to say, um, I think Jordan Howard deserves a little bit of like recognition from like a, what he's done for fantasy, because I think he's I think he's done right. Like I think he's like because he, he, like we had a little bit of a moment. Jordan? We had a little bit of a moment of silence for Ty Hilton uh, a few weeks ago. I think Jordan Howard deserves a little bit of a moment of silence, but because I remember when he was a rookie, I forget what that was. It the first year that we had the league or the second year? Uh, probably second. Was yeah. it Jay that claimed Jordan Howard and he had like a. Like, a great week one or something. He, he like, showed out for the Bears. Mm-hmm. He had a really good rookie year. Yeah. I mean he's, And yeah. I remember, I just remember, I think he had a couple of, of really good years for Chicago. Yeah. And I, I just think, I think he deserves a little bit of a moment of silence. Like, because yeah. I, I think he's washed. Like, I don't uh, think, I don't think we're going to be talking about Jordan Howard ever again. Uh, so
0: I think he deserves a little bit of a moment. I feel like Jordan Howard is one of those guys where, like, two years from now, some team is going to have, like, three running backs injured at the same time, and they're going to bring in Jordan Howard for, like, one week, and everyone will be like, oh, man, remember Jordan Howard? Like Chicago. <laughs> yeah, it'll totally be, like, that's going <laughs> to happen in 2023 or something, and it's going to be great for, like, that one week. And then he's going to average, like, a yard and a half per carry and then he'll get cut again once one of their uh, regular running backs are healthy. So. so the reason I think you're right is because uh, he's only 26. He's 26, yeah. I mean, he's really not very so, but, it, but This he, is only his fifth year in the league, which is really... But really he weird. is washed, right? Like he, oh, you know. yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, rest in peace.
1: Um, so I will say also, Jordan Howard... Uh, went to college at Indiana. Mm-hmm. We should note that Indiana currently ranked ninth. Hoosiers currently ranked at Ohio State this week ninth in the AP poll. Big game against Ohio State this week. Uh, that's my. If you're if you're if you're trying to look for some college football to watch, Indiana Ohio State.
0: Yeah, um, that's a big one. All right, Ben. Do we want to make some picks? Get out of here.
1: Um. Yeah. Let me see if I missed. I I just want to make sure I didn't. I just have a couple of quick. Uh, I mean, to, I mean to bring up like a one, one or two things like during it, but then I get distracted. Mm-hmm. Uh, so who has Michael Thomas now? Does, did Quinn trade Michael Thomas? Uh, is, no,
0: Quinn still has Michael Thomas.
1: So Michael Thomas, through uh, nine weeks, doesn't have as many total points as his average points per game in 2019.
0: <laughs> um, that is my first round draft pick, ladies and gentlemen.
1: So that's, that's, my, that's one thing. Very um, did you hear about this Dalvin Cook interview thing? No. So Dalvin Cook... Uh, did this bit during an interview where he, like Jimmy Fallon is like trying to get uh, professional athletes to like just subtly incorporate like stupid weird lines into post game interviews uh. and Dalvin Cook said cause he had like a good game he said we just run yards like Swiss chard <laughs> and he said it with like a total straight face and like none of these reporters like knew what he was talking <laughs> Swiss chard I think is some sort of like vegetable or mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. Uh, and like all these, all these reporters were like trying to like derive insight from this, like, uh, you know, this thing. And then it was, it turned out like it was just a bit like it. <laughs> and it, it was, it was pretty great. Um, one other thing. Uh, so Drew Brees got hurt. Uh, our format does not allow this, but some formats allow Taysom Hill to be, uh, played at tight end. Uh, uh-huh. and so if, if Drew Brees is out, it's like, I'm assuming we're going to see more of Taysom Hill. Probably. Uh, yeah. so that'd be funny. Uh, and then my last thing is, so Teddy Bridgewater got hurt. Yeah. And uh, so this means that P.J. Walker could start. Yeah. And you probably don't know who P.J. Walker is, but as someone who watched the XFL, XFL. earlier, I mean, doesn't that feel like it was so, that was in like February? Yeah. It feels, so, feels so long ago. Long ago. Yeah. But uh, P.J. Walker was like the by far the best player yeah. in the XFL. Uh, he, he played for Houston, Went five and zero, uh, two hundred and seventy passing yards a game, three passing touchdowns a game. Uh, Will somebody uh, claim P.J. Walker? Only only screaming. one only one uh, only one interception a game. I think you won't. Uh, Carolina's coach Matt Rule coached him at Temple uh-huh. all four years. Um,
0: he's five eleven, is like kind of like a dual threat guy. Um, yeah. Uh, My friend Jacob, who's a Panthers fan, pointed out to me that the Panthers now have, like, seven former Temple players on their roster, which is getting a bit much.
1: Because Robbie Anderson went to Temple, right? Right. And and it's like,
0: Rocky Scene, I think, is on the team, and he went to Temple. Right. And it's like, it's just, like, too many guys. It's like, that rule, like, we get it. used to be the coach at Temple, and you got to get your Temple guys. But, like, Temple, not a good football program. Like, it might be best if you kind of spread your wings here a little bit. I am trying to think, like, I was trying to remember who... um... I want to get –
1: I want someone – who needs a quarterback? Does anyone? Uh, if you need a all – right, all right. So if you're struggling with buy – oh, Tom. So Josh Allen's on buy, right? Mm-hmm. Is, uh, can we go to Tom? Can you go, is Tom – does Tom have a backup quarterback? Uh, yeah, he's got Tua. Uh, Tua's not that good. But, no, but I mean, like, it's who's better than Tua? No, than no, but no, 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 But I, what I'm saying is, like, I would think about starting PJ Walker over Tua.
0: Really? Yeah.
1: Like, I mean, I, like Tua I, would, Tua. I mean, it's like I wouldn't do that. Tua, Tua's not the kind of guy <laughs> Tua that like is Tua Tagovailoa. He's but gonna you, be fine. You don't like have to start Tua. Like, he hasn't been. He hasn't been like Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow. Yeah. Like level good. But like, but, but so what I'm saying is, so like Henry. Henry. uh... Henry has Carson Wentz, who's been bad, and. uh... Memphis are playing the Lions. It's a good matchup. It's a good, it, no, that's what I'm saying. Detroit, like, like if, I, if I had struck out again this week for, like, Tom Brady and Herbert, mm-hmm. I would stream PJ Walker. I can say that, like, hand over my heart. I would I would have streamed, I would have streamed this guy this week. All right. Uh, against Detroit, that's a good... Like, uh, I will say, like, Henry or Tom, because I think Henry has Wentz and someone else bad. Uh, if Henry or Tom pick up, because I know they're both going to listen to this... If you pick up P.J. Walker and you win your matchup this week, like, great, you win. If you lose it, I will take the $5 that, I'll win, that I will win from Quinn this week, and I will give that to you
0: if you start P.J. Walker and lose. I will say it, it appears as if this says, quote, Bridgewater is on the right side of questionable, so. He but might just play. If if Bridgewater plays on it, yeah. But I I am I am very
1: excited to like I watched this guy in the XFL and he was dynamic. And I I I am Detroit has like a pretty shit defense. This is like me every time I see a CFL guy he shows up in the league. I'm like, hell yeah. Uh, I, wonder but, if okay. ja- I wonder if Jacob is I, real, is I, real, real, to, I wonder if I, can we can can Jacob uh text Evan tell him tell him if, if I I'm probably too high on PJ Walker. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> But uh, I, I, want, I, want, I want you to back me up, Jacob. So reach out to Evan. Tell him how wrong he is. Tell him how much P.J. Walker is going to show out against, uh, against Detroit. I, I, I want this to happen.
0: All right, let's make some picks, Ben. All right, that's fair. Okay, uh, we're going to do my game first. I'm picking myself again. Uh, and, and this week I actually believe in it because Ethan's uh, going to be still without <laughs> David Montgomery, David Johnson, Allen Robinson. Uh, I mean, this is going to be an ugly game. I expect to win it 70-60, to 60, that kind of thing but uh, neither of these teams trending in the right direction. I'm picking myself. Nice.
1: After, after you come off a 37-point 30, a game. Um, yeah, so a lot of this, I'm going to kind of cop out on this and kind of punt it because like, cause like we don't know if Montgomery's back. We don't know if David Johnson's... Well, I guess one of them. Um, one of them's on IR. Bears are on bye. And oh, Johnson's Bears are on, on bye and Johnson's Johnson on IR.
0: Neither of them will be playing. All right, neither of them will
1: Okay, I'm gonna pick you because Alan Robinson's on by too. Yeah. So he'll be out. Robinson, Montgomery, and David Johnson. Yes. Uh, it was funny watching Chicago because it was like we thought Chicago was bad before, and then like we were like, oh, uh, like you you kind of shit on David Montgomery. Like yeah. I'm a little, I'm like, I think he's, you know, he's he's like for fantasy, he's fine. But like watching Chicago without David Montgomery, it's like, is this guy the MVP? Like, well, is, the is, is, David, uh, like is David Montgomery the most viable? Given what their the backup
0: running back situation is, it's like, yeah, <laughs> like you know. If they had like a a random backup running back, it'd be fine. But all right. Uh, Tom versus Joe is the next game. I'm going to be picking Joe. So, Tom is, uh, as we just mentioned, without Josh Allen. And given his trade this week, he doesn't really have any running backs that I'm super excited about. Uh, And I think Joe's team is averaging 15 points more than Tom or something. So, I'm taking Joe.
1: Uh, Yeah, I'm also taking Joe. Um, This is pending whether Tom picks up. Uh, P.J. Walker. <laughs> okay.
0: Otherwise, we'll. Switch
1: um, it. I I'll, I'll switch it. Um, I I Josh Allen's on by, so like that's tough. Um, I think I'm excited to see. It's nice for Tom that uh, Christian Kirk is on Thursday night because I think we could see a big game from Christian Kirk. Um, who who wait? Who is Tom getting in that trade again?
0: Um, Mike Evans and uh, Devin Singletary. Who's on
1: by? Okay, so he'll still start. Oh, Simitari's on by. Yeah. He'll swap in Evans for, like, Aguilor. Yeah. He won't. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I like, I like, I like Joe, um, but Christian Kirk, Thursday night, um, could, be, could be telling with how this matchup, where this matchup is going to go.
0: Yeah. All right, next game is Henry versus Nick. Uh, this one's going to be pretty close. Uh, I think this is one of the better matchups this week. Both teams are at pretty much full strength. Uh, but I think the QB battle here is going to be decisive. Henry picked up Jameis Winston, the new Saints starter now that Breeze is injured. They're playing the Falcons. Great matchup. Uh, Nick is going to be starting Aaron Rodgers. They're playing the Colts. Maybe the best defense in the league. I'm picking Henry. He's got Jameis. i got told Jameis it, back. I
1: totally, I totally forgot that Henry claimed Jameis. Yeah. That's that, a
0: good move. I like
1: it. Yeah, so clearly, clearly Henry is uh, reacting to that, uh, his, his quarterback situation. Who did he? Well, he must have dropped whoever his backup quarterback was. I don't know who. Oh, well, he had Foles on the roster, so, yeah. Oh, yeah, Foles. Foles, Foles yeah. was the other one. But uh, Jameis could also just totally ship the bed. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I think, I think getting Atlanta is, like, super lucky. Right. Like, yeah. if, like, if Jameis had, like, any other matchup, I think it's, it's, it's like, it's tough. Um, but we'll see. I, like, they might just have him dump it to like, we, like, like You get points for that, too. Yeah, but like, I don't know. it's it's not like how he was in Tampa where he's he's airing yeah. it out to Godwin and Evans. I just think know? that matchup is so
0: great. Like they're gonna score a lot of points in that game.
1: Okay, yeah. So now that Henry has Jamis, it's like Tom has to start. PJ Walker, come on, Tom, start PJ Walker. Do it for me. Uh, I also uh, did you have Nick? I picked Henry. You he picked Henry. Oh, um, okay. so I'm I'm thinking Nick's gonna get a big game from uh, Antonio Gibson. Mm. Uh, I think I think he I think I think Gibson is. Really going really gonna to show out, and I think, that. I mean, I mean, actually, though, that adds, like, you're taking a quarterback from your bench and replacing it with a guy that you can actually play in your lineup. That increases, yeah. uh, increases the ceiling of Nick's team. He doesn't have to start Hollywood Brown anymore. Rest in peace, Hollywood Brown. Yeah. Um, is Hollywood Brown droppable at this point? Did we talk about this? Uh,
0: briefly. Uh, Dude, I, w- I wouldn't, given Nick's bench, but, you know. That's fair. Maybe in a couple of weeks. All right, next game I've got is your game, Ben, against Jay. I'm picking you. I don't think this needs much explanation. Your team is a lot better than Jay's team. That's all.
1: Thanks, Evan. Oh. <laughs> uh Uh, I, yeah, I, so I've been... I've been smashing the hashtag panic button on Jay's team, like, every week, all year. Yeah. Uh, so I think I gotta lean into it and say that I... I will beat Jay.
0: Yeah. All right, uh, Andrew versus Ryan is the next game. Uh... I think I just wrote down the wrong pick here. I'm like reading my rationale and the pick. I'm like, these are just opposite. Okay. All
1: right. I'll just go then. Um, <laughs> I'm going with Ryan. I, I, I think Ryan, he, he's going to get this boost from Travis Kelsey. Um, <laughs> I think, I think, I think we've noticed this year that um, the team, the, the team that, the teams that have had Travis Kelsey uh, mm-hmm. it, tend to win their weekly mm-hmm. matchups. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think because yeah. Kelsey has that, High correlation He's with the MVP with winning, uh, in fan, I think I think Kelsey is gonna is going and also Jerick McKinnon's on by. So we'll yeah. we'll see how Andrew. Uh,
0: I'm sure Andrew will not be able to recover from Jerick I, McKinnon being Jer- on by. I, he, Who's he gonna start? <laughs> Anyone else? Yeah, so I'm picking Andrew because uh, the aforementioned Ryan being down to one running back in <laughs> on his team, and Andrew's team, uh, like like we're saying, is one of the contenders. So I'm picking Andrew. Andrew uh, starting Rex Burkhead. That's fair, that's fine, <laughs> compared to McKinnon. Uh, two games left, uh, one of them is Connor versus Tony. I want to pick Connor. I don't really pick Tony during this exercise, so uh, that's part of the reason. Also, like we talked about, Tony's tight end and defense are on by. He's probably not gonna fill him until like Sunday morning, so he's not gonna get good stuff. I'm picking Connor. Um, I, I'm picking Tony. Uh I I'm
1: I'm getting really into Tony's too. I I, I think I, I'm i kind of into like chaos theory and I think I think <laughs> Do you know what chaos theory is. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. okay, but when I say chaos <laughs> when I say chaos theory, I don't mean chaos theory. I just I just mean like I just mean chaos. Uh,
0: yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So and I think the most chaotic outcome of this Glut of Four and Six Teams is Tony continuing to win and uh, I think I think I think I think he'll do it I, I'm not a Connor Connor's got
0: a fine team but uh, I think it's I think it's beatable alright uh, last game Quinn versus Tim I'm going to take Tim because Quinn is starting Jacoby Myers Adrian Peterson and Boston Scott which I guess I shouldn't shit on Jacoby Myers but just kind of like having that name in your roster when you're going up against a team like Tim's where he's got solid starters up and down the lineup uh, it's problematic so I'm uh,
1: yeah, if we're talking about how teams are trending, Tim's team is good. Quinn's team is kind of reeling. Yeah. So for those reasons, I'm going with Tim.
0: All right. Well, it should be a fun week. We're gonna get some clarification on those four and six teams. A little bit of movement yeah. there. Can't wait.
1: Also, I want to say rest in peace, Quinn's name change. I I was really into Quinn's bitch team. I thought that was hilarious with the you know playing put up the playoff of the Yahoo default format. Yeah. And, uh, he, ch- Quinn, can you explain in the group chat why I don't really, like, I understand Phillips Norelco. Like, we know what that is, Like I know what don't it know is, why it's your team name. But yeah, I don't, yeah. Oh, I think, I think I get it. It's, it's a pun off of Tim's name. So he's like, he's going to, oh, he, he's going to shave, the he's going to shave Tim's. Uh.
0: Okay, I okay. get it now. I I'm get back it. on all Team right. Quinn. Alright. I'm picking Quinn. <laughs> that's that's the kinda that's the kind of subtweeting your opponent that you don't get from every team. So man, that man.
1: Like, that took a lot of layers to figure out. Yeah, I like Alright. Well that
0: that's all that's all we got. Clear eyes. Full hearts. Can't lose.